Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 4 of Downtime the Podcast. Billy and Hunter are back, and this week we are talking about Sony's State of Play event, as well as what we've usually been playing. Well, let's just jump right into it. Everybody, I'm Billy Nuttle. I'm Hunter Hannon. Hunter, how you how you been? I've been okay. I realized just now that I think I'm wearing the same thing that I wore last week when we recorded. Uh, no, you're not, and it's gonna be weird for me to say that <laughs> because I thought I wore this hoodie. I don't know if the hoodie is the same, but the pants definitely aren't. Because last week you wore mint green shorts. Oh, that you are wearing right I'm now. That I'm now wearing today. <laughs> not the same shorts. Not the same shorts. No. No. We're, we're not that close of friends. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, I, I saw you in those shorts and I'm like, I have a pair of shorts just like that. And then the other day I found them and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wear these tomorrow. I know. When I saw you today, I was like, wait. I was like, why didn't you tell me to wear my green shorts? <laughs> we could be the green short bros. Well, it was cold this morning, so I wore pants. <laughs> This is a podcast about video games. <laughs> We're customizing our character in the game of life. In the game of life. Not the board life. game, though. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what have you been playing? Uh, I have to be, I mentioned it on the first episode, but I was going back to finish my new game plus on Spider-Man. So I went back and I was trying to do that, but what I ended up doing was uh, I swung around a little bit. Uh, killed, not killed, sorry, defeated some enemies on a build. Like, Spider-Man on a rooftop. doesn't kill. No, no, okay. he doesn't. Unless you want run straight up to an enemy and use the concussive blast to just freaking launch him off the roof. Yeah, but even that, sometimes when you look down, you'll see a web attach him to a building. Oh, that's true, but they have to be like a certain distance from the building. And if you use the, con- the concussive blast, it just launches them. Like, they clear that distance easy, and you can see them land in the distance, and it's like, there, there's no way that poor guy is making it. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can, like, or when you <laughs> web people to explosions or yeah. stuff like that. Uh, as, as seen yep. on season four of Downtime, one of the captured content segments of the show. <laughs> I love that clip so much. But yeah, I went back to finish that. Because I'm running out of room. I have an extended hard drive, but I'm still running out of room because mm-hmm. games are huge. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. It sucks uh, playing that fun game of, like, which of these games am I not going to touch for a half a year? Yeah, and, like, why I look at Peggle 2 and I'm like, I should just keep it because it's only two gigabytes. <laughs> I mean, I should keep Drawful too. I never know when I'm going to have friends over. Yeah. I, I need to keep Quiplash, right? I gotta, one day I'll get back to Fallout 4, right? Rapper the Rapper, I'm stuck on the last level, <laughs> even though it's a rhythm game. But I'm going to go back and play it one day, I swear. Got to get that Parappa. <laughs> oh, man. He's, you got to believe. He's a hot rapper. Uh, <laughs> have you been playing anything else? Uh, some Black Ops 4. There okay. was a new event that released in the, the last Zombies map, maybe ever. Oh, Oh, that's which weird. is interesting. It's it's ending the specific storyline with like the normal characters from like mm-hmm. the Black Ops universe, okay. which it's kind of sad. Has it been the same characters for every zombie mode? 
Uh, for the most part, they kind of switch. It's a very convoluted story if you know anything about it. I know bits and pieces. Isn't is there not? They like time travel. Time travel? There's yeah. like two different versions of some of the main yep. characters. Like the it's characters this- that you see in like the Black Ops One maps and like the World at War maps. They're mm-hmm. like all the same people, but like Black Ops Two, they were completely different characters. But like the very last map they released, were back to the old characters. And they kind of did something similar with Black Ops 3. And then Black Ops 4, they, like, introduced a brand new cast of characters. And they have a couple maps with the uh, normal characters that everybody knows. I have this super weird respect for mainly the zombies mode of Call of Duty. Because it's, like, it starts out as just this, you're in a room, zombies are trying to break in, uh, you shoot them if they get in, you bar them out. Except if you go a little bit deeper into any of them, it turns into this super weird, gigantic map of like, okay, you need to kill five zombies over close to this corner to activate this ghost statue thing so you can continue on to the next section. And like, just all of these insane twists and turns of its own little Easter egg world that you could just play zombies and have no ideas there. Yeah, and now I feel like with Black Ops 4, what they really focused on was um, getting through, like, they called it, like, the main story of, like, the map instead of kind of, like, the Easter egg. Every, like, the whole community still calls it the Easter egg just because that's just Mm -hmm. how it was. But, like, what I've found is that a lot of the mechanics are, like, similar to, like, a raid and, like, Destiny would Mm -hmm. have and stuff like that. And I think it's, like, interesting to have, like, the combination of, like, a horde mode and, like, one central, like, map, not, like, a huge thing where there's multiple different steps, like, in a raid like Destiny. But it's still, I think it's really fun to figure out those Easter eggs. I just completed one. I want to do them all, but I need my friends to buckle down and get better at zombies. Yeah, it takes a lot of coordination. It does. I finally beat one on Solo the other day. I did the whole nice. Easter egg on one map. I'm proud of you. Did you know that? Oh, um, I do now. Thank you. Well, there you go. I'm proud of you, too. We're the, we're the green short bros. <laughs> Even though I'm not wearing mine. Even though you're not I'm wearing, wearing mine in spirit. Shorts. I've okay. worn them before on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, So just Spider-Man Call of Duty for you? I one thing that I saw that I have not played yet is that my roommate last night broke down and finally bought the remake of Link's Awakening on the oh, Switch. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's cute. <laughs> I I've made my determination. I'm not gonna determination. I've, discrimination. I, I've made my decision. Uh, I'm not going to uh, buy that game for myself. I'm going to wait for the holidays, see if I get it. And mm-hmm. I'll get it down the line eventually. But, like, October we have Overwatch and Luigi's Mansion 3, and then November's Death Stranding. And all three of those are games that I want day one, so it's like I got to I gotta prioritize somewhere, right? Yeah. It's funny because yeah. I was really looking at that game, and I was like, I don't play Zelda games. I really haven't played any and but I was like the art style of that one just seemed so interesting. I was oh, like that yeah. looks so different. It's adorable. Yeah, Link is so cute. I just want. I know like, when he catches a fish and he looks at the camera, and he's like, and has no teeth. I just want to <laughs> put him in my pocket and keep him with me forever. He's adorable. But like after I was watching my roommate play it for a little bit, I was like, well, I was like, I do like the look of this game, but like the way it plays, I feel like it would be a game that I would start playing and then be like oh i'll get back to that another day and then never play it again um so ultimately you're a no on it i am gonna borrow it from him i think (laughs) after he's done with it we just became friends on switch 
Oh yeah, I saw, I saw your name and I was yeah. like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, why? I was like, why did I not add him before? It took us forever to get friends on PlayStation too. Yeah, well, because that was like a weird thing when we all met for the downtime meetings. We were like, mm-hmm. I, that should be something you share like right away. Like, oh hey, oh, we absolutely. all play video games. Let's all right? play video we games. We just never have, I guess. No. Oh, well. Um, I've been up to a couple things. I started the Colonel Sanders dating simulator. I saw that. Did you stream that the other day? Uh, so we were going to stream it. We ran into a technical snafu because the game runs on PC. Uh. We think it's because we accidentally showed our stream deck on the stream screen capture where suddenly it became a window of, like, us being in the window, us being in that window, in the window, in the oh. Like, that ever-going chain of video feeds of capturing itself. <laughs> we think that that slowed the capture down enough uh, to make us drop frames and footage horribly to the point of, like, we just stopped playing the game. Oh. We're like, we can't do this. The stream is pausing too much. Um, so, unfortunately, we didn't delve into it that deep. I have seen... About an hour's worth of gameplay for it, and it's insane. It's, from my understanding, I think about three hours long, and it is a visual novel, which is a it's a game where mainly it's a book, but every now and then you get to make a choice, and that'll influence uh, different outcomes. Typically, they're dating simulators, where they give you a few characters that you can romance, and then each <laughs> character you wind up choosing to date uh, sort of becomes an ending. And it was developed and published by KFC, the restaurant chain. Really? Yeah, they had a direct hand in creating this game. Why? Like, Chick-fil-A <laughs> and Popeye are off fighting about whose chicken sandwich is better. Meanwhile, KFC's like, we made an anime video game where you can date Colonel Sanders. I think- Here you go. Isn't KFC, like, really popular in some Asian countries, though? Um, oh, KFC is like yeah. insanely popular in Japan. Mm-hmm. They eat it for uh, like Christmas. Christmas yeah. It's a massive tradition. Like That's so n- weird to think about. No joke. They love Kentucky Fried Chicken over there. Which like, hey, good for them. It's not bad food. You think they're all like, that's like the one state that they know? Like if they don't know anything <laughs> about here, they're like, Kentucky makes great chicken. They've probably heard of Florida because let's face it, Florida is weird. Uh, Texas, they wouldn't be able to point it out. Michigan, they'd guess. Kentucky, they know where Kentucky yeah. is. I always feel bad for like other countries because like if I ask like some random person here like to name a place in Japan, they would have no idea. Uh, Tokyo. Boom. They might know that one, but. Um. But anyways, we started playing the game last night on stream. Didn't work out, so we swapped to our backup plan, the Untitled Goose Game. I've been seeing that a lot everywhere for no reason. Okay, let or maybe me, there is a reason. Let me set up this premise for you. Have you ever wanted to be a goose that hates humanity? You know what's weird is that I always said that I hate geese for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, well, the point of this game is that you are a goose, and your goal is to just completely harass humans. Like, it gives you different goals of, like, steal the farmer's keys or <laughs> trap the boy in the phone booth. Or make the old man fall on his butt. And you just got to sort of figure it out. So it's sort of a stealth puzzle game. Because, like, sometimes the humans will chase you out of an area you're not supposed to be in. Um, Like, sometimes you need to get an item past them so that they don't take it from you and throw it back. It's so 
weird. And it, like, it is three hours long. We started oh. and finished it last night, so it's short. It's, okay. I think it was, like, 15 bucks. I think it it's, seemed like one of those games that you just see, like, on the app store, but it's, like, yeah, a game. It's a full game. You can get it on PC and the Switch. It's $15 right now, and then later on, uh, there, why... I had notifications off, and later on, uh, they're gonna up the price to twenty. So it's like an early buy-in. If oh. you buy it today, you get like a five dollar discount, and then we're moving up the price. Um, so that convinced me, and it wasn't that interesting to watch, uh, but it was fun to play. So I'll give it, I'll give it that much. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people playing that or talking about it for like I don't know why though. Like why is it why were people talking about this game? Just because it's sort of it's weird and quirky and it works. Yeah. Like it takes its idea and it's exactly what it is. Cuz I feel like there's probably a ton of games that you control some random animal and do some weird stuff. Uh yeah, but this one like Goat Simulator, the appeal for that game is the fact that the goat is hard to control and whatever you do just looks <laughs> wacky. In this one, it's like, no, the world interacts with you. Oh. It's just seeing what you're capable of. For instance, I locked uh, the gardener inside of his own garden because <laughs> you can you can close the gate which needs the key to unlock, then you take the keys, and then there's a hole in the fence where you can stick your head out and drop the keys, and he can't get to them. And then he was he just, like, didn't know what to do because he had an objective outside of the garden, but he couldn't leave to go get the objective. How tall is that fence? <laughs> um. Okay, listen, he's not a smart <laughs> man. Uh, but you can, like, you can untie shoelaces and then have them chase you, and once they start chasing you, they trip. And if they have glasses on and they trip, then the glasses fall off and you steal the glasses and go get some other glasses and, like, give them to the blind kid looking for his glasses and he'll put them on like an idiot. It's great. Is this goose, like, infamous in that town? Like, everyone knows yes. about this goose? Okay. Yep. Like, it, uh, the game starts you out next to a pit of golden bells. And uh, once you've gone through all the levels, you find a small miniature version of the village that you are in. Like detail perfect this is the garden area this is the uptown district these are the back gardens this is the pub all of the locations are in this small town and then so is a small model of the small town model of the small town that you're in just you know to really sell how weird this got and then you have to destroy a bell tower in the model village, take the bell, and then you run back through everywhere you've gone with this bell. You have to be stealthy. You can't run because then the bell rings. Everyone in the village is out to get that bell back. They don't want you to take this bell, and you just run through the game again. You go backwards the whole way, and when you finally get back to the beginning, you just add that golden bell to your collection of golden bells. Okay. <laughs> you just the game is just a repeated cycle of stealing a golden bell from a village. I'm just imagining like wanted posters is like have you seen this goose? <laughs> have you any have information? You, have you seen this goose right here? Oh, that goose? No, that's a that's a different goose. You can tell cuz the plumage on the back of the tail is uh, not as ruffled as the other goose. Really, there's a subtle difference. You, you, know, got, they you, all gotta, get, know like, the, you got to know the goose. They'll get freaked out every time they see a goose. They're like it's it's the goose. It's <laughs> it's that... the goose. It's the goose. 
That goose just sits down. Not that goose. Okay. Thought it was. <laughs> they Keep just an pick eye the out. goose up and shake it to, <laughs> to hear. <laughs> See how it reacts. Okay. Not 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 quite this goose. Uh, other than Untitled Goose Game, I it's just been more Borderlands for me. Oh. Um, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I'm getting to a point where Flack it does quite a bit of damage for me. He has an ability where he turns invisible, and the next three shots he fires from his gun become critical hits no matter what. Um, and it's like, it's the critical hit bonus plus another bonus 200 damage as well. So you can just melt through whatever thing you're looking at with those three shots. And it's pretty wonderful to just run in, have 50 enemies, take them all out and then walk away fine. It's great. It sounds good. Yeah. How, how's my boy Meat Thief doing? <laughs> uh, Meat Thief has a shotgun now. Oh. And I think I'm one skill point away from him having an uh, an SMG. And when I target him on someone, he will get an RPG, a rocket-propelled oh, no. <laughs> grenade launcher. Uh, just like, you know, your little alien monkey buddy with a rocket launcher and it's just like okay shoot that guy meat thief and it's so weird i can't imagine a world in which you would trust your pet with any type of weapon oh i don't know my dog could defend me in a fight are you gonna like strap a laser to its head or something I'm just going to, like, take a knife and duct tape the handle to his forehead and just hope he runs towards whatever person enters the room. <laughs> that could be another addition to our Nintendo Switch uh, uh, Nintendogs game. <laughs> Nintendogs Weapons. is really interesting now. Huh. Man, they've, re- they've really broadened their horizons. <laughs> God. Um... So yeah, Borderlands 3 is fun. And then a lot of great stuff for you and I was announced. Ooh, yes. For, wouldn't that, that would be you and me, right? Because if you weren't in that part of the sentence, a lot of great stuff for me was announced. Yeah, you and me. Okay. Grammar. I don't hear, I don't hear grammar, (laughs) but I do sometimes. We have been rambling so much this podcast. Our, like, two listeners have tuned out by now. It's <laughs> the two great. listeners being us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can conspire against ourselves now. We've stopped listening. I'll skip over this part and listen <laughs> to the next part. Uh, so Sony had its State of Play event, which is a little tiny thing they do where they just put up a lot of trailers for upcoming games coming out. Um, it's kind of like the Nintendo Direct, except less personal I feel. Yeah, I still feel like they haven't nailed down the format. They like mm-hmm. it was funny because in a blog post, like on the PlayStation blog, they were like, "Oh, uh, this new state of play, it's gonna have a brand new look." Did it though? I don't know. I didn't even know these state of plays were things. They've had like two before this, but they're everyone was very talking similar. about it. Like, oh, it's a thing. Look at this. This Ooh. one was big because of one reason. Oh, this one was massive for one reason. But let's let's wait a little bit. Let's okay. let's hype this yeah. up. Let's talk about everything else. Uh, for instance, the first thing they showed off. Escalators. <clears throat> <laughs> That's what I said. It's a game called Humanity, and it just looks like swarms of people moving. Yeah. I don't, right? It was a physics-based game, I could tell. Yeah. It looks interesting. 
uh, I don't know what the point is or what the goal is. Me either. It, I was like, escalator, escalator, escalator. It kind of looks like a version of Accurate Battle Simulator where you can just oh yeah hit two swarms of people against each other. I feel like I would have been more interested if it was like that. I feel like this is the kind of thing we would pull out for a bargain bin games. The worst part, though, is that I feel like it wouldn't be bargain bin. That game's going to launch at, like, 15 or $20, I bet. That's true. That won't be a bargain. That might be uh, an obscure Golden Games episode, then. Maybe. Maybe. Well, we'll, we'll follow up on that when the game comes out, if we care. <laughs> uh, there was Medieval. Uh, which is yeah that game. Oh, it's a remake of a PlayStation One game, apparently. Yeah, which I had a PS One. I never heard of it. All I knew about that game was that uh the guy Daniel, that skeleton guy, he was in PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's really the... all I know okay. about him. Wow. I was like, he's something PlayStation. Uh, you're you're. It's a hack and slash kind of game, so you just run around hitting enemies, and you're a skeleton, and you can use your own arm to yeah, hit your enemies. Yeah, I didn't understand. Like, when would you not want to use your sword? Do you lose it? I mean, maybe he just wants to express his right to bear arms. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, we got to look at the Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign. You know, I like Call of Duty, but mm-hmm. I played the um the crossplay open beta for Call of Duty was last week and we talked about it on last week's episode. I forgot to mention it to Logan cuz we were supposed to try to play crossplay together, which I Oh yeah. I didn't think about it cuz I wonder how that I've never like done it to where you like invite people. I don't it's know. It's interesting how it works. Yeah. But what I played, it felt like I was playing Battlefield 3. Oh. Okay. Like, just the style of, like, the movement and everything, like, or the way the map looked. It just, it was a different color. Like, it definitely looked a lot nicer, which you'd expect from an mm-hmm. upgrade uh, from Call of Duty, but it's more Call of Duty, definitely. The, so it was, it was a cinematic trailer. It wasn't showing off the multiplayer that Call of Duty is known for. It's showing off the story, which seems to be a lot of, uh, political warfare of like we gotta launch the bombs we can't do that we gotta find another way first we gotta fight them this way yada 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 it looked except at the same time it's a video game and they want to pull you in with these massive gameplay moments and huge fight sequences or whatever so it seemed like uh a fast and furious caliber story of just insane whatever nonsense of like we got a nuke and we got to drive it through the antarctic frozen ice or whatever and the rock has to steer a torpedo with his hand fast and furious boo 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 but instead of cars it's guns you know what i mean yeah i do know what you mean like that's what the story I, seems like to me it have you ever played the campaign in any call of duty game uh no I have played a couple, and, like, honestly, I'm not paying attention to what's happening. I'm playing it, one, for the trophies, two, I want to see, like, I bought the full game, so I should Mm -hmm. probably play all parts of it. probably. That's why it was interesting, because I feel like they're really, like, going hardcore about, like, the story this time, because last year's Call of Duty did not have a story mode. Oh, really? No. Okay. They scrapped that for Battle Royale. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wasn't that mode, like, pretty okay? And then people stopped playing it after three I weeks? S- I still played uh, Blackout. Uh, okay. Me and my friends still like playing Blackout. For some reason, I liked huh. it a lot better than couldn't get into Fortnite. 
Nah. Couldn't Fortnite, really. Uh, tried Apex Legends. I get why people like it, but mm-hmm. I just don't want to play that I game. I stayed on Apex Legends enough to get a win, and then after that I fell off fast for my one true love, Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then right now in Blackout, they... Uh, they always have interesting, weird modes that are in Blackout that I feel like other Battle Royals like, just keep to their same formula. But, like, this, uh, the event that's going on, it's like, I forget what it's like, called the Dark Divide, so it's like superheroes. Mm-hmm. And so there's an, uh, a mode right now in the Blackout mode where you, it puts, like, a cel-shaded cartoon look on everything, and you get, like, a jump and unlimited grappling hook. And so... You're constantly moving around the map a lot faster. Like Spider-Man? Kinda. I'm into that. I like Spider-Man. The the couple times I played that mode, and there's there's an abundance of rocket launchers because there are tanks that are being dropped off random places that people can use. And so they like randomly added tanks. There was no tanks in that game at all. Like hmm. ever. Okay. Uh so overall, does the does the campaign trailer have you interested? I'm interested, but, like, I don't want that game. <laughs> <laughs> that, if that makes any that's sense. That's fair. <laughs> uh, moving on, a game called Watam, which is by the developers of Oh, my of gosh, this was Katamari so Damacy. weird. Um, at the same time, it said, like, from the people who brought you Katamari Damacy, and then the rest of the trailer was like, yeah, that seems right. It's just these weird, colorful 3D shapes, smiling and Holding interacting. hands. It doesn't look like there's a point, really. It just looks kind of like mindless fun. Yeah, I don't understand it. I was just Neither watching. It was like a lot longer than like I thought it was going to, like the trailer yeah. even. So I was like, what is, yeah, what? Yeah, no, that trailer it's kept like the, going. So the teapot is holding hands with the apple, mm-hmm. or what is that, I a marshmallow? I was in this weird <laughs> state of mind where it was like, it was uh, like 2.30 a.m. for me, because I just got back from editing uh, the Resident Evil 7 gameplay for this next, ah. the upcoming first episode of Downtime. Um, so like I got back and I'm like, I need to watch this state of play because we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Uh, and I was, like, tired and dozing in and out, and, like, that combined with the trailer itself, it's like, this just doesn't make sense. Nope. <laughs> so I just sort of turned my brain off and waited for the next trailer to come on. <laughs> I also, like, the way that, the, whatever <laughs> font they used, like, when the game, like, yeah. title came up, I was like, what, with the squiggles? Like, it looked like a single <laughs> line of just, like, a W that kept going. <laughs> well, guess what? The game is called Watam. <laughs> So, uh, you couldn't have guessed that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Civilization Six is coming to the PlayStation, which, honestly, that game series looks great, and the attention to detail is wonderful. I would never be able to play yeah, that game. Yeah, no. I'd the never be able I was to confused, play that. Like, I, was con- I was really confused when they showed it, because they were like, they were like, it finally comes to PlayStation 4. And then I was like, oh, is it on like everything else? But it's just on PC yeah, still. It's just on I PC. knew it was on PC. I don't it's not on Xbox, is it? No, but apparently like it's coming to Xbox at the same time. Oh, okay. But Um and then they got to make the announcement. I something guess. kind of interesting. I was waiting for I really thought that the next thing whatever Sony did was gonna be talking about the next console that they put out. Oh uh, no that's we, also something they mentioned in the blog post. They were like, don't expect any next gen details. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because that thing's still rumored to be coming out next year, isn't it? Yeah, but if you remember 
back in 2013, they revealed the PS4 like the February before it launched in November. Mm-hmm. So I think that yeah. might be sort of around the time. And then for the for the Nintendo Switch, they announced it in they announced it in I want to like, say September, yeah. and then they gave details about it in December, and it came out March. So it's this weird thing of like it's we give it about a little over half a year of promotion before we. Yeah, now it's like really weird how out. everyone's doing it because like Microsoft mm-hmm. came out and they released like that video that's like, oh, this is kind of the stuff we're doing. <laughs> Microsoft is so weird in how they advertise their new yeah, consoles. Yeah, and then PlayStation like did something with like Wired. Is that a magazine or website or um, something like that? I think it's. I want to say it's just online. Yeah, they they just had like some sort of like private like mm-hmm. showcase, which they they focused on the the SSD. I think in it, the- they were like. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's a solid state drive. Uh, from my understanding, as a very non-tech person, it allows for other portions of the video game to still be loaded in the background so that it's ready to pull those moments at any given time. Uh, the example they gave in the Wired article was that you're playing Spider-Man, you're swinging around New York, and uh, one, you can swing through it faster because, like, it takes less time for the areas in front of you to load. Which, if you really got going on Spider-Man, you could hit a moment where you just fly through the air and the game pauses because it's like, we just don't have the next map ready for you yeah. yet. Sorry, bud. Um, but then they would fast travel uh, from, like, one side of the city to the other and it would take less than a second. Mm-hmm. Like, the other Which side it, of the city. Which it would normally take, I think, on a PS4 Pro, they said, like, 10 15 seconds yeah and they can do that in 0.8 enough to fully appreciate the art of spider-man on his phone on twitter on the subway train yeah which were the cutest little details in that game yeah, at least they added something to that to make mm-hmm. the make yeah. that a little bit more enjoyable um but with that coming out so soon it is weird that instead they announced a playstation pro bundle what are your thoughts on that Oh, the Death Stranding bundle? Mm-hmm. Besides that, it looks cool, because it looks cool. I just, really, the most uh, interesting part about that was, like, the transparent yellow controller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, ultimately, I'm not going to get it. I've well, never really been a bundle mm, person. Me either, but, like, if I had, like, unlimited money, maybe I would buy every, like, special version of, like, the console, just because, like, they look cool. Jesus, what I wouldn't give to have enough money to yeah, buy but every Yeah, like, I already console. have a PS4 Pro, so, like, do I need to, like, buy another one when a new console's coming out? Mm-hmm. No, not I'm unless thinking. I'm a collector. That's why it's a weird, uh, it's a weird time for them to announce this. Yeah. Because this is probably going to be the last major, unless they decide to do one for uh, the next game we talk about, this is going to be the last major uh, bundle console There's video game deal. potentially two more. Potentially two? Mm-hmm. What's, uh, we know one of them because we're going to talk about it in a and second. We got a What's game that one? wasn't talked about was Sucker Punch's game, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, okay. That samurai game that we've seen Mm-hmm. quite a bit of it looks it looks good but i'm still it looks like japanese assassin's creed or something like that i don't know i've i've not really been following that game. the only thing i'm really excited about is just because i really liked uh the infamous games mm-hmm. so that's something that i i'm keeping in the back of my head and i'm like these okay. people made infamous there which is also interesting because sucker punch was they'll be the only studio i think that release like a triple a game in the same like on the same console for like ps4 so because like they released infamous second son like early on 
oh, and the PS4, okay. and now they're going to release a whole other game. I'm following what you're saying. Yeah, though. but like Guerrilla Games, I guess Guerrilla Games did do that. They launched with uh, Killzone, and they made Horizon. Oh, I still need to finish Horizon, man. You haven't finished it yet? No. I need to go back and uh, do all the extra stuff from the DLC that I haven't mm-hmm. finished. The DLC, I've heard, is weird. Because if you have the DLC for the game, all of a sudden, like, a new map is yeah. just attached to it. Yeah. And it's a weird... It's connected by, like, one valley in the top right corner. It re- yep. And if you had no idea that that was the DLC, like me, because it was just automatically included in the version I bought, oh. it's like, oh, wow, this map is so big. Oh, look at that. That's a little off stretch. Okay. Like, you'd have no idea that that's actually the DLC, and they don't give you a quest to make you go there. It's just there, and it's like, hopefully they explore. Yeah, that's oh. what I wondered how that happened for, like, players that bought, uh, like, the complete version of the game. Because, mm-hmm. like, I knew the DLC was coming out, and like, I bought it because yeah. I pre-ordered the original game. And I don't think I pre-ordered, like, the version that came with the stuff that was releasing later. Mm-hmm. So, like, I knew the day it launched. That, but I remember, like, it didn't, even when I logged in, it didn't say, like, Go up here. Yeah. There's something else. It's just like there, and it's maybe you notice. I was like looking around. I was like, did I miss a download yeah. or something? Um, still good. Oh, absolutely. Uh, speaking of still good, the last major thing that they announced for this state of play. This is this is the big one. This is the big guns. This is what people have been talking about on the Twitter lands, on the, the Snapchats, the Instagrams, everything. Yes. Uh, we got a new trailer. For The Last of Us Part 2. With a release date. With a release date. February... 21st. That sounds right. That's all. That's so close to uh, Cyberpunk 2077, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Isn't there like a million games coming out on like the 20th or something like oh, that? Oh, man, February's going to be crazy. <laughs> or no, maybe that was this last year, too. Like every game was coming out in February. I'm going to... I'm not going to be a productive person. My I birthday, feel like I've said that My before birthday is in February. Oh, really? It's early February, That's though. good. I'm not going to buy you a gift. Buy me The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, nope. I'm buying that <laughs> for myself. <laughs> buy two and give me one. Um. So they've also they've come out and they've officially said there's not going to be a multiplayer mode for The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, which, I, don't, I didn't look into that. couple interesting things. Uh, One, from what I hear online, I never actually played it because I borrowed the first Last of Us from a friend. Uh, The Last of Us is multiplayer mode was the most underrated part of The Last of Us. I remember playing a little bit of it. I think I played it with uh, my friends when we had The Last of Us remastered because I was the only one in my friend group that had a PS3. So I played through The Last of Us uh, on there, and I didn't really touch the multiplayer at all. And then when I got the remastered version, we hopped into it, and like it was more fun than I would have ever expected it to be, mm-hmm. which is interesting because I also tried to like jump into like Uncharted 4's multiplayer because... Like, Naughty Dog's multiplayer, it it follows the same formula, mm-hmm. but um, I just, I didn't want to play Uncharted, like, multiplayer. Like, I want to, if I'm going to play, like, a multiplayer shooting game, I'm going to go play Call of Duty or Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Like, both of their multiplayer modes really match the style of games that they are so well, with Uncharted's just being like, yeah, you can cover, but mainly you're running around while you're gunning people down, but the, <clears throat> the Last of Us... Uh, their multiplayer like still delved into the stealth aspects that the game had. Like it was definitely a more tactful uh, FPS map shooter. Yeah, it was like kind of scary because like there's a lot of like silence oh, and you're just like, Oof. where's where's that other person? Mm-hmm. Where's the other team? <laughs> oh, for sure. 
Um, or you step on those nail bombs that you can craft. Because, like, every every aspect of the game was, like, in it. Like, you could craft and heal and all that kind of those stuff, too. Those nail bombs were overpowered in the game. <laughs> they were great. And you get to watch your, like, legs blow off when you step on them. Oh, I never did that. I was too smart for that. I'm a... I remember where I place a nail bomb. <laughs> Listen. Um, but yeah, so unfortunately we don't get that multiplayer back with The Last of Us Part Two. But on the plus side, that means that they've had more development time to focus on the narrative and on the story and on that portion of the gameplay. And I am so excited. I know. I read something that the... I saw a quote from someone at Naughty Dog. They were like, we've been working on this game for five years, and like this is the longest game we've ever made because you cannot tell this story in like a short period of time. Which, if they're even calling it long, like normally like to 100% like a game, you're going to need like 40 hours like for like a linear story game. I'm like wondering, is this like a, like how long is like like a Red Dead kind of like story long? Um, I My guess right now, based on... I haven't looked anything up about the length. My guess is probably around 40 hours. Because Base, Naughty Dog... Like, main story. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's the only thing there is. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you went back to get, like, the collectibles or if there's, oh, like, true. side stuff, Good possibly. Um, Because for Naughty Dog, they've done the Uncharted series. They've done uh, The Last of Us. And for Uncharted, like, they started, first game was about 10 hours, second game, 12, 15 third game fourth game were both about 20 then the lost legacy was uh i don't know like 11 i'd say yeah, 10 11, 11. 12. um last of us part one was around 20 again so like i really feel like with the gap we've had between naughty dog releases it's been a few years since lost legacy and that was a different portion of the team even uh like i really think this could be 30 to 40 40 hours of just a story yeah and that's going to be insane. I know. And, like, not even... I wonder how much of that is also... Because I remember The Last of Us had quite extensive cutscenes too, quite a bit. Like, very, very cinematic. Super cinematic. Super well done, well written. Like, I was so physically affected by what was happening in the story. I was drawn in from moment one, basically. And that game, by the end of it, destroyed me. Yeah, I remember I went through, like, a weird thing that, like, towards the end of that game, I thought, because uh, around the time that it came out, everyone was talking about how, oh, the games that let you choose your own, like, ending or whatever, like, so big, and, like, I thought that's what was happening in that operating room at the end, and it was not. <laughs> no, not really. I I somewhat had the game spoiled for me. I knew the main premise, and I knew um, bits and pieces of the ending, <clears throat> but I thought that the ending worked a different way from what actually played out. Uh, because the then the DLC came out as well, and they revealed that that DLC is focusing around Ellie and part of her story more. So based on that and what I knew from the ending, I just assumed that Joel died at the end. Oh. Like, he would sacrifice himself for Ellie because they had grown a connection over the game. And so I was mentally preparing for that. But then what actually happens is so much worse uh yeah like what actually happens is so messed up and i don't want to spoil it because i know it's weird 
because I was thinking about that too, like before I was like going to come in here because I knew we were going to talk about The Last of Us too, but I was like, mm. is it okay to spoil The Last of Us, a game that came out in it's 2013? Been out for so long. Okay, listen, here's my recommendation. The other thing they announced is uh, October's games that are free for PSN users. One of them is The Last of Us Remastered. So if you have PlayStation Online, you can go starting October 1st, download The Last of Us Remastered. Do it. I'm doing it because I don't own the game. I borrowed it from a friend, as I said earlier. I'm downloading the heck out of that game. Might do another playthrough before we get to Last of Us Part th- Part 2, but play that story, man. I own the disc, but I'm probably just going to hit Add to Library on that just in case I wanted to download it and just play it. Mm-hmm. There's, I think they have an easy mode so that you can sort of blast through the combat if in case you just want the story which yeah. is a honestly i think that's a pretty good feature yeah cuz mm-hmm. i know even um death stranding that's coming out pretty soon i think <laughs> they advertise it has a like a very very easy mode or something it has a mode where literally every now and then you just walk forward i guess and you get to experience the story and people are super upset about that but at the same time just like don't pick that story mode yeah like, I don't know why you're upset, why someone else would want to do that, but whatever, man, different strokes. That's why it always depends, so, because I think when I first played through The Last of Us, I think I was worried that it was going to be super scary, and so, like, when it's something scary and hard, I feel like I got, like, discouraged, so I just played it on, like, normal. It's not scary all the time. Yeah, but like, when I was seeing specific shots in, like, The Last of Us 2 trailer, I was like, this looks like it's going to be, like, scarier. I don't think it's going to be scarier. I think it's going to be tense. Yeah. Like, the first game wasn't necessarily scary. The first game was tense. The first Mm -hmm. game you had to be ready for stuff. Like, they'd never catch you off guard with something. You just, like, had to be prepared mentally to deal with whatever was going to happen. And this one looks like it's going to be more of that. Mm -hmm. Um, What is kind of interesting, though, is they've had a few trailers now. The first couple have dealt with uh, Ellie and how she's grown up and is dealing with her, like, dealing with coping with humanity again and trying to get back to a normal life. Um, But then there was that other trailer for The Last of Us Part 2 where it was the tribe hanging a woman and then someone with a bow and arrow, like, pops out and, like, takes out the tribe and saves the woman and then they, like fight them off together and it was one shot and it was super cool and it got in a massive controversy because of just how they, violent it uh, was yeah like I, I like was like cringing so i was like uh mm-hmm. that was pretty brutal oh it was so Several brutal. people were like speculating they were like is this gonna be the first like rated a for adult game <laughs> i like because of whatever, that I mean, kind of violence just put it at m again yeah i don't know because like it's not brutal for the sake of being brutal uh, I feel like they do a good job of justifying that kind of violence because mm-hmm. it is a dark and twisted world. Oh, and yeah. while there are the zombie characters in this world, the main threat that you face off against in the first game is more humans and that humans surprised that have me. lost it. I remember that surprised me when I first played the game because I was like mm-hmm. expecting all these clickers and runners. Is that what they were called? I don't know. Something like there that. There are runners like, in the, some I games. know the bigger ones were the bloaters. Yep. I wonder if we're gonna see like a new type. Oh, for sure, because it's been years. Yeah, like that. Whatever uh, fungus has definitely manifested itself in new ways. Yeah. Oh, I am. I am ready. (laughs) I am ready. Ah. 
I was worried that this was going to be, it was going to play how, like, uh, they were going to play out the release schedule of their games, like how they did last generation, and mm-hmm. have, like, The Last of Us be, like, that, no pun intended, but, like, the last hurrah for them, too, like, oh, yeah. right at the end. Because mm-hmm. I think that's, The Last of Us 1, I think, came out, like, June when the PS4 came out mm-hmm. in November. And then they put out the remaster pretty shortly after. Yeah. So, honestly, it wouldn't shock me if we I remember see I got to upgrade. this game again for the, whatever the PlayStation 5 is. Yeah, I remember since it wasn't backwards compatible, I think I traded in my Last of Us disc for the Last of Us remastered for, like, $5, which I like that. That's the one thing. I think it's been confirmed. I can't remember. As long as the next PlayStation is backwards compatible, I'm going to get it day one. Yeah. Because to me, that just means I can trade in my PlayStation for some extra value deal at like GameStop or whatever. Yeah, this time it's going to be weird because I remember I bought the PS4 on launch day, but like I needed to pre-order it with some games because like I didn't have anything to play on it. Oh, true. But yeah. like now, I could buy a PS5 and just mm-hmm. re-download everything that I have, yeah. or play whatever disc I have. Overwatch. <laughs> yep. Oh, Overwatch. It's more Overwatch. Or Overwatch Two. Overwatch Two. That's coming up, isn't it? BlizzCon's in November. Yeah, there's some rumblings. There, I think my favorite rumbling that would be super interesting is that they are planning somewhat of an Overwatch Two. It's going to be another game in the Overwatch universe, except that one will be a story and lore instead of yeah. multiplayer which i feel uh has definitely been a long time coming yeah but it's still people are still looking for it like there's mm-hmm. a, definitely a market for that they haven't put out lore in quite a bit either no what was the last short the last short was last year's Bl- BlizzCon one, the McCree short. The McCree Ash? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Cause, There's well, it no was, way. It was really weird because right before that was uh, the Diva one was like only a couple months before mm-hmm. that. Diva one came out and then they started doing the challenges as well. I'm looking up they did right the, now. They did the short story for Baptiste. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Those book stories have actually been super good. Yeah, I'm mad at myself for not reading the whole thing because they were actually pretty like long. They were like a legit short story. Like it was. Like... I teared up at the Baptiste one at a moment. Oh, really? Like it there was a moment where it was like a parallel of the present time and the past, where it, like it hit you, man. Oh. Oof. Yeah, um, I heard that was really like they said that that was like one of the single best pieces of lore that they've released for Overwatch. Honestly, I I would agree with that. I think so. Although how the is... Bastion short is always near and dear to my oh, heart. Oh yeah, I love that Bastion. Short. At first, I short. thought you were gonna say no. The the biggest lore thing was the Bastion Lego skin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's big lore. Didn't uh the all of the Omnics were originally built out of Legos. <laughs> yeah, no reunion from a year ago was the last digital short. That's uh. And we were we were sad. introduced to a brand new like character that they were. They told us, like, up front it was going to be a new hero. Mm-hmm. Still haven't gotten that hero. And they keep saying still, they're like, no, Echo's not the next one. <laughs> it's this weird thing of they've now really, they've announced, like, three different characters, three different bits of lore, and it's like, yeah, no, they're going to be a hero at some point. Except then for every new hero that's going to get announced, it's like, okay, but it's not it's not going to be this one. It's going to be a little bit later on. Yeah, like, I could have swore they said that uh, Malga was supposed to be... Um, he was. He, he was, was supposed to be Sigma, but then they were like, eh, mm-hmm. that, those abilities don't make sense with him. He's going to be Sigma, but 
uh, how do you pronounce Malga? Malga, I thought Malga. It, that's how I said it. It's like M A U G A or something like that's that. That's the problem with it being a written story is we have no verbal confirmation of how I've heard to like pronounce Malga, that name. Malga, I don't yeah, know. I've heard a range of things. Um, but yeah, he's more of a brute Russian gun him down kind of character. But Sigma's toolkit has all been more thoughtfully like. Uh, hitting his projectiles at angles, figuring out where to shield, also figuring out how to break gravity, and then they're like, "We can't, we can't give Malga yeah. this toolkit. This doesn't make sense." So they pushed him off. <laughs> Echo has been uh, coming for like four fighters: Ash, Baptiste, Sigma. I want to say one more beyond that. Can't remember. Oh man, I think that was. That's or gotta is it be just it, right? the three? It's probably because yeah, she, three. yeah, because we knew about her the same time we knew about Ash. Mm-hmm. There's the hero hinted at the end of the. Oh, I forget uh, about Havana. him too. Yeah, because they didn't even give him a name. No. They just like put him on screen for a second, and it's like, like, let's see what you can yeah, do. He's just like dreadlock Omnic. Far off in the future. <laughs> oh man, we have so much that we need to get from Overwatch, and I, uh, I hope we get an Overwatch too, where it's story. With the size and scope of like whatever, like everything mm-hmm. Overwatch now, there's yeah, you gotta have one. Oh man! But I think it might have been, it might be a good thing to either do a whole separate game that exists alongside the competitive shooter mm-hmm. Overwatch. Yeah, that's story. Yeah. Or the other thing I've heard is that they might like do like a a paid like content drop that you get like three heroes, three maps, or something like that. Oh, but I... that would really shake up like that. It wouldn't be, like, enough to, like, just... If they released a whole new game with the same hero roster that had, like, four more or whatever, and it was all, like, mm-hmm. balanced like that, that'd be different. But, like, now with a current game that people are already, like, mad yeah. about what the meta is and how people are doing yeah. things. And then we just got a too... PTR patch, too. Oh, yeah. And it looks like Dive Comp is coming back. Yeah, what? what is Get that? all those mobility moves back. I mean, listen, I still... I appreciate Dive Comp better than Goats, at least. Yeah. So... It took more skill. We're getting too hardcore into Overwatch talk, aren't we? I know. It happened all of a sudden, too. <laughs> it happened so fast. I think that's the symbol for us to end the podcast, though. <laughs> Uh, so Hunter, thanks for joining me once again. You're welcome. Uh, officially the co-host of the podcast. Woo! I guess we can just establish, it's been four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get guests in here every now and then. Uh, thank you guys for watching, and please come back next week and spend some more of your downtime with us. <laughs> <laughs>